What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Melodic, and you're listening to STP Radio. Nothing you hear on this show is financial advice. Please leave a comment in the chat bubble. Retweet the space so we can find more friends. Let's get into it, everyone. Yo, yo, yo. It's me. I'm back again. Holy cow, this is getting exciting. We're having fun on the daily. How the hell can someone host a space every single day of the week? It's beyond me. We're out here doing it. I wanted to dive into some things, you know, get the discussion going. Feel free to hit that request if you wanted to hop on on stage, chat a little. I'm always happy to engage. Mike, Mike sounds funny to me today. I don't know if it's cool in the audience or not, but it does sound funny. I got to uh, do something about that. Okay, we got we got the homies requesting. Love to see it. Throw some speakers up here. We'll dive into things. STB Radio, building during the bear. We're discussing whatever it is comes to mind, but we can start with networking. You know, I got questions. I got questions like how, why, what is the goal? You know what I'm saying? All these, all these questions. Did I just hear my favorite word be spoken? That I hear networking. Uh, you did. And I was so happy that you said you were joining today because of that fact. And like, do I sound okay, by the way? Yeah, you don't sound like you got any bass behind you today. You're like, I mean, I thought you sounded fine yesterday. Okay. Just, so I, just, I listened back on the replay. I said, man, I sound silky smooth. I don't know what this guy's saying. You actually do sound silky smooth today, though. But yesterday, you got a little bit of bass. Okay, respect. <laughs> I feel it. I hear it. Ivy, let's get into it, my guy, my homie. Oh, no, what is going on? What the heck just happened? I don't bro. the spaces. Dude, I just got rugged, and I was able to hear our conversation that we just had. Like, it, 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 I just, like, traveled back in time. <laughs> that was so... So, uh, so, interesting point. So, I did realize that the audience has... So, there's a delay. Like, we hear each other real time, but the audience actually doesn't hear it for, like, it seems like five-ish seconds. So, like, if they if they're reacting to something, it's actually something you said like five to ten seconds ago. Damn, I actually didn't even know that. Yeah, but we got fetch up on stage. Love to see that. We've got Vivek. Yeah, we got to We got to know how to say your name properly. I, I swear, I say like Vivek sometimes. Yeah, but like I, I could be saying it wrong. Like, how do I yeah, say yeah, it properly? It's Vivek. It's Vivek. Okay, Vivek. Vivek. That's the All first. Right, yeah. thing. So I butchered it the first time. But I feel like I nailed it that time. Like making progress. You did. Vivek. All right, we're we're good. All right, let's get to this networking, Chris. What's good? What what do we got on the table today? Well, but right, right, quick, right, quick. Just let me hear. Okay. Uh, let me hear a hello from Fetch. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> how you doing? I, I hope that. everyone's doing well. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get into this, and I love how Ivy literally just tweeted about networking. So of course. Yeah, he's the king of networking, so I'm glad that he's going to be on this to tell us all of his good tips that he has. Hey, that's all love right there. Thank you. <laughs> anytime, anytime. All righty, Chris. What's up? Well, you're the guy, man. Like You are literally the guy. Damn, all right. You know what? Since you know we're already on this topic, I did just tweet out something that's honestly really resonates with me and probably a lot of people that are also in you know Twitter DMs and a bunch of different groups. So what I mean by this tweet, though, is 
when you're networking with other people, you know, don't be selfish. Don't think you're forming a connection just for yourself. I am sure that people in your circle will connect with this person that you are connecting with just as much. Like when I'm talking to an artist, I know that Pat is in the back of my mind because he is also an artist. You know, he's always trying to get better at his art, give feedback and connect with other artists. So I will facilitate that connection whenever. And, you know, Artem, a great example, you know, he always comes in here. He is working on a project. He wants to connect with more people working on Web3 games. So what have I been doing? I've been on the lookout for some people that are just working on some Web3 games or maybe that are really into Web3 games. So I'm not only networking for myself, I'm always trying to facilitate connections for others. And, you know, I feel like it always gets reciprocated. Like I always feel a connection coming back my way because I did something like that. So I highly recommend the next time you are connecting with people, you know, keep your circle in mind, keep your friends in mind, you know, form connections for them. I'm telling you, they will love you. That's a nice take. I actually, hmm, I like that a lot. So the idea, the premise, so you almost become valuable in a, in a sense that you're like the connections guy. Like as soon as you meet IV, a whole other world opens up to you because he's going to be on the lookout trying to bridge those gaps for you. I like that a lot. Well, so, actually, I, I have something to that, actually, because that's something like I'm trying to, you know, when you form a connection with me, like that's like my value proposition. You know, I don't have much to give you. I mean, I'm just an account. Like I'm trying to produce value through my content, but I can also give you just a relationship with me. And that relationship will bring, you know, my friends, you know, I can hopefully like connect you with other people that I'm cool with. And that's like always the goal, which I will continue to keep doing that. And I hope my network continues to get bigger and stronger so that, you know, it, it creates more and more value. It's only like it's a scalable system, honestly. And it's definitely been curated over this past year. So, yeah, what's up, Chris? <laughs> no, I really like that a lot. I was just uh, in listening mode. I think that's a good take, a really good take. And definitely already nuggets being dropped in this space about how to network maybe differently. And here's another thought I have. I feel like a lot of people view networking as literally just in the DMs. Like if you're not in the DMs, it means you're not networking. I think that is a hot take that some people, not even a hot take, if this is a perspective that maybe is a belief that isn't really necessarily true. Networking really is all the connections we make every day through content, spaces, comments, including DMs, but also IRL. And I just also, I also wanted to say that we have our favorite founder in this space, uh, I see Flea in the audience. He's a founder of one of the um, most up-and-coming promising projects in the space. Unfortunately, we're unable to support it because we don't know what it's called or when it's dropping. But I, lo I, I love how you're just putting him on blast, even though he's just a listener. You know, <laughs> we love to see it. But Chris, I was actually going to ask you a follow-up to you know all those things you were listing because we do network between our replies, between our our tweets, DMs, spaces. Which one do you think is the best? Before you answer, I personally believe spaces are. I know you might have a very or you might relate with me on that answer because it's just nice to actually have like a genuine conversation with people in this space, like. You know, you can pull up to a space, join like something that has a title that's similar to your niche and like have a chat of your life. Like, and I've made the best connections from that. I mean, that's how I met you and that's how I met everyone else. So, you know, it just makes sense. But what about you? What do you think's the best? I really like that question. And here's what I'm going to say is you're right. So for me, the best way probably is spaces because when I, when I'm sliding in DMs and, and doing that kind of thing, despite the fact that I love to write. I do not like typing on my phone. Like 
I'm messaging people and I'm giving like one like sentences and it's like painful. It's just very painful. I'm not good at communicating that way. And then you meet someone like Flourish who like he'll send you paragraph after paragraph and I'm hitting them back with like three words and I'm like, fuck, like I got up this game. So like for me, networking through spaces, like I like talking to people. I like listening. Like it makes a lot, it, it aligns with like my best traits, I guess you could say. Go ahead. Yeah. And it, it just, it forms like the best relationships. You know, like I said, you're actually able to hear, you know, some emotion behind my voice. You're not just reading my tweets, you know, like from your perspective, like you actually get to hear me speak. And I love that, you know, and then I get to hear others speak with their emotion, you know, actually hear if they're about it. I, I think Flea actually brought this up or someone brought this up. You know, you're able to tell if someone is like a fraud, usually through spaces, you know, mm-hmm. if someone is like, if their like whole brand is self-improvement, but they're talking like, kind of differently or maybe they don't under they don't know who like all of these self-improvement people are it's kind of easy to spot like oh you know maybe they've just been capping to me this whole time but, but that's why i love spaces yeah no i totally am on same page with you i would add a caveat because they're important is if you are like really nervous and you are just like you're not really good at talking on spaces and like you're it's not something you're used to or familiar with like you can build that skill but initially i want to say the word articulate but sometimes i mess it up okay if you can't articulate yourself very well which is ironic word to not be able to say um i like that but if you're not really good at articulating yourself on spaces might not be for you the best way to start networking because maybe you come off as a bozo and you have no idea what you're actually talking about and potentially getting into the DMs is a better option and just creating your content because you can spend that time to actually curate the message. Yeah, articulation is definitely not easy. I mean, mm. especially for, I'm not trying to call anyone out in the space, but you know, for people in the space, like, you know, we're on Twitter, we're always just like in the digital world, maybe because we don't really like to always connect with people. I don't know. I actually use social media to connect. So it's kind of like the opposite for me. But that's why I always recommend others to you know, read about rhetoric or like learn about, uh, you know, persuasive writing. Cause like when you learn, uh, how to write better, I feel like it definitely impact or when you learn how to write and read better, I think it definitely impacts the way that you speak. So. No, I think that's absolutely right. I would totally agree. I've been writing a little article every single day and I find it's really helping me in a lot of ways, especially when I have to edit them. I find I'm, I'm getting better at just like I think I'm better just writing tweets freehandedly now because I'm like, I'm getting really used to like removing the fluff. So I, I definitely think that's a, a practice that's worthy every day. I like that. I like that. You know, let's get a little refresher. Flea, I want to hear that beautiful voice. Have you had the pistachio coffee? How are we feeling? No, we haven't had it yet. But because of you, I'm actually on the way to Starbucks. No cap. I'm literally driving there. Uh, to get my fucking fix. Are you an Odyssey member, Fleet? Absolutely not, and I never will be. Damn, wait, yo, I gotta ask why. I don't know, man. I just, that's the thing. I don't I do not do things for the sake of doing them. Like, if I'm not compelled, like, it just, you know what I mean? The fact that I don't even, I don't even know what the fuck it is. I, I think it's a rewards started. program, is it not? Like, it would is, it not, it is. Would it not benefit you to... Uh, enroll in the program and potentially get some free coffee? It would. No. Uh, apparently, Starbucks doesn't really believe in it themselves. I mean, that much, as far as I'm concerned, because I have the Starbucks app. Haven't seen one thing mentioned about Odyssey. You know? Damn. I'm approaching it. I'm approaching it from, like, 
I'm not going to go out of my way, do research to fucking learn more about this like obscure rewards program just because it's. I love that take. That is fucking facts, though. I'm going to fucking do it as if I'm like, when you want to talk about mass adoption, like I'm I'm looking at it from my perspective as if I wasn't in Web3. I'm just a guy in his car driving to, to Starbucks using the Starbucks app and there's no fucking mention of this shit. So I'm not going to do them a favor and fucking just add more data and become another user when they're not even telling me to. But Flea, what if the floor goes up? I don't care about that, man. Like what what's what's it going to what's it gonna, what's going to happen? It's going to be the same fucking pump and dump like the Reddit avatars. Like let's how did those go? How did those turn out? Everyone dumped those and then now nobody gives a shit about them, you know? He's got, he's got a solid point here. And honestly, they really should work on their accessibility. I know a lot of people with that reward system. They were like, is that even available yet? And I was like, I don't even yeah. know. It's just like, I'm not going to be a sheep just because like uh, fucking uh, Bark NFT is like fucking managing their, their you know, he's a, he's advising them. Oh, I'm going to run and do it. It's like, no, man. Not is that, a, is that a true story? Not- is he managing it? Or yeah, he, he's like an advisor or something like that. Well, he should what? advise them to tell the employees that it exists and maybe tell other people about it. Yeah, Hold on. Exactly. That might be news to me. You just said Bark is advising that whole system? Not, not the Bark that you're thinking of. Uh, okay. It's oh. It's Steve, but his actual Oh, yes. At, I understand. actual at Coffee name with Captain Bark, Guy. It's Bark NFT. Yeah, it's not oh, the yeah. same. No, I respect him. The, I like yeah, him. it's not the bark with the pedophile mustache. Gotcha. <laughs> I was about to be very bearish on Starbucks. I can't lie, but I'm feeling a lot better about that. Yeah, I, sh- I should have said Steve from the the morning show, whatever the fuck it is, the the big morning show with uh, with a couple hundred people in it. Uh, anyway, yeah, man, I, I just I don't really just run to these things just because I see it on like NFT Twitter, man. Uh, you know, like what's a better indicator of me is like. If I block that part out and then and then act as if like I don't know about Odyssey and apparently Starbucks doesn't really, you know, maybe it's just an experiment for them. You know what I mean? A lot. Uh, what happens to a lot of these companies play defense like somebody will see like, oh, Apple registers, uh, you know, trademarks for metaverse or whatever. It's like, no, they're just playing defense. They, they probably don't give a shit about the metaverse, but. They want to just cover their their legal basis there. So if anybody tries to fucking start creating shit using their brand, they can just lay the hammer down. Yeah, you know, I actually remember the day that you said that one time in this space, and I was really like thinking to myself, that is so facts. Like, you know, people get so hype when all these big brands are coming in. When realistically, yeah, they're just holding down the fort, like making sure that other people are not yapping their shit. Like that 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 like blew my mind. I know that like it makes like total sense, but it blew my mind when you first said that. Yeah, a lot of these companies, these these huge companies, they're looking out for their best interests. You know what I mean? To protect their brand and protect their products. You know, like you're you're just a like means to an end, the consumer. You know, like yeah, some of them might have these like cute fancy values and like oh we care about this and Apple. Ha- I I I love Apple products. You know, I'm not really like throwing shade at them, but like let's be real. You know, at the end of the day, it's about the shareholders. It's about profits. And part of, you know, that game, part of that chess game is protecting the IP, protecting the brand. So when I see that, like, oh, registers trademarks and then like I see people trying to like say, oh, mass adoption's coming or they get too hyped. It's just like, dude, don't whip your cocks out just yet. You know, see, but you just put just yet there. So it sounds like, you know, there could be a time coming. You know, what are some things that you're looking for for that time? Like, what are some what are some indicators that that time is here? 
I don't know, man. I, I just, the theme in my head lately, it was just like, what if this experiment just doesn't work? What if it stays this cyberpunk niche thing of like, you know, the same people like, yeah, there'll, there'll be people that enter because of number go up, but, uh, like long term, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't see Apple taking like the NFT space serious. I just think they're, if it doesn't 10 X the experience, if it doesn't make good products, like they don't care about it. They're well, not here. Here's the thing. That's the other thing. Well, Flea, they, real, they, real quick, real quick, Flea. <laughs> real these quick. companies coming in are not here to pump your bags. It's not about like pumping the fucking open sea floors. Fucking love it, Flea. Way to finish that. Flea, no, no, you, you finish your thoughts, my guy. I love to see it, my friend. So yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. So 99% of people don't care about any of this stuff, which is fair because why would they? Like the average person just wants their life to be a little bit easier and we need to find ways to do that. And if blockchain technology does those things where the average person can sit on their ass, watch 90 Day Fiance on Sunday nights after the fetch factor, then it will make sense and people will adopt it. But like it needs to be A, easy to use, B, it can't have any words like nft or blockchain or anything in it it just needs to be things that you use without knowing you do use it and it has to make your day one percent easier just whatever that is just a little bit easier and if it makes sense it'll take off we're not anywhere near that none of this shit's easy to use the fact that you need to have a c phrase is fucking bonkers so we're just like extremely far in my opinion from any of this shit really mattering um other than the the hopium and the price go up. That's kind of where we're at because it's just too complicated. It's just reality. So here's the other thing real quick is I did hear a compelling thing and I don't know enough about all this technology to see how this would work. But someone said that um, themselves, they've moved from a few countries and their medical records don't actually go with them. So it seems like a compelling use case that if you could actually put like potentially your medical records on the blockchain and those could travel with you, I wonder if that could be a uh, positive use case that would actually make a lot of sense. But that's that's the thing. That's the thing that it always like if you think in terms of like first principles, right? Like what problems does this stuff really solve? Like it doesn't it doesn't make anything better. And a lot of the things that people are like saying, "Oh, you can do this," it's like you can do it without like Web three NFTs. Like companies can start their own blockchains. If, if, if that's the case, you know, like everything doesn't have to be decentralized and everything and decentralizing something doesn't necessarily make it better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just think that like, it's just this, this, it's just this narrative being spun and people don't stop for a second to like really ask themselves like, yeah, the, oh, the, the, the medical records. It's just like, really? Like, but this has, the point is, has nothing to do with the financial thing. Like what if the the medical industry came up with their gets hacked? What happens if your wallet gets hacked? People don't talk about that. At least if you get hacked, like your bank account gets hacked, for example, at least you're like insured and covered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely things to work on, but I do think maybe if it's their own chain that has like, you can't actually buy into it yourself. Like it's completely proprietary technology used by the medical field. But the, the reality stands is like you don't actually own your, your medical records and there's no way for you to actually keep track of them. So this is the premise of however it's done, even if it's not on blockchain, if there was some system put in place that you could bring them with you from country to country, it seems like it would be beneficial. And blockchain does seem like a way to do that. But here's the thing. The per- These things, if even if they are implemented, they'll happen in the background. And they'll just be using the technology, and none of this, none of this circles back to like pumping your bags. You no, know I agree, hundred percent. Like, you're Same not page. monetizing your fucking immunization records, and you shouldn't, because that yeah, fucks the whole the thing. thing. Up. Every, 
everyone everyone gets excited about this stuff, but like it's like do you really be honest with yourself? Not just I'm not saying you, Chris. I'm just saying in general. Like really ask yourself, do do you give a shit about this, or are you just excited because like number went up on some shit and like you've just been chasing that op- that high ever since? You know. That's that's why um um even though. I completely agree on you. I think enterprise blockchain is so different from what we see like public blockchains being. And one of the biggest innovations that I'm really excited about pushing forward is ZK proofs and ZK rollups just because... I love fruit rollups. Same, same. Let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you, bro. They're real juicy. Well, what did you say? A ZK rollup? ZK, yeah, have you ever heard of? No, no idea. So ZK proofs, zero knowledge proofs are essentially um, a way to be able to prove something about your identity without revealing any information by making it binary. So you would put it on a decentralized Oracle or storage, like that information, right? So for example, um, let's say you're trying to prove your proof of humanity, for example, I don't know how exactly it works, but let's just, I'm, I'm going to make this up as we go, but this is essentially how ZK proofs work. You prove your identity onto this Oracle and on, like on a website and on an Oracle and you're able to say like, Hey, I'm Chris. This is my face. This is what I look like. You know, here's my government information, my card. It's then decentralized. It's on a decentralized storage. So it's like a lot more difficult to be hacked as opposed to you having your, you know, ID on every single fucking website that you use. Right. Um, this would be in one place. Then you have that attached to your wallet or your DID, and you're able to log into, let's say, a government website or even even like let's just say, um, what's a good example of like like a gambling website, right? Where you're required to be 21. Instead of asking you your age, it's just going to ask you are you 21 and up, right? And instead of checking that, you connect your wallet, and it doesn't say like you're 46 or 30 or 25. It just says a yes or no. And that's, it's really good for, let's just say like for location, right? Like if you are not based in the U.S., the answer isn't like, are you based in, it's just like, are you based in one of these countries? Or are you based in one of the countries that accept this type of payment method? And the Z, like you connect your wallet and you essentially are able to, it reroutes to that decentralized storage to prove the decentralized the ZK proof comes back and says, yes, it meets this uh, requirement. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. It does make sense. I just, you know, so here, real quick. I just don't, the thing is like, I, I feel like someone like Google or Apple would rather just collect all your information and just use it with your Apple ID or something. And like, I think that'd be a hard, it's a better user experience. Yeah. But what he said, that sounds really good. Like it makes perfect sense. That's, but that's the, that's the three card monty of all this shit is that it sounds good. Right, like any used car salesman can make a 1982 fucking Honda Civic seem like it's it's better than a Tesla. You know what I mean? It it's just it's just all hyperbole and fucking theory. At the end of the day, I just I want to ask a couple of you: Do you are you open to the possibility that this stuff just might, you know, it, it might just be a failed experiment for for many use cases, and maybe for some it might just remain like they'll they'll always be like this this niche niche art uh, market there, there, you know what I mean? Like there'll always be like these, some of these uh, markets that kind of work right now, but some might not work out. Do you guys, are, are you open One, to accepting that? 100%. Here's, here's the pushback I have. This is the first time 
in history, like in human history, where so many innovations are happening at once, right? And so my thing is back in 2000 and 1990s, when in 80s, when the internet was being built, they were going through these growing pains in a different, you know, set of tools and technology for the internet. And so, yeah, I mean, of course, like 90% of this shit, 99% of this shit is going to get wiped out. The point, and like, it's very difficult. The thing is, is now that the internet is in existence and that we have gone to this point where we've compounded the user experience so it's this easy, now we're saying, oh, let's create another generation of the internet. And now it has a new set of tools that give change the whole dynamics of how the internet has been for the past 30 years. And so, like, I completely agree on user experience needs to improve, you know, shit, it's, it sucks. A lot of the stuff that we see today is probably going to get wiped out and is getting wiped out actually as we speak, right? Like there are lots of projects and, and companies that have failed in the past couple months to a past year, but it's growing pains. And at the end of the day, like the, the companies that are going to win out, the technology that rises is going to be the ones that's easiest to use, but we're at the stage of still development. And, and we're kind of in that in-between, right? Like four or five years ago, UX, UI completely sucked. Now you have like chains like Solana where UX, UI, you literally just feel like you're using the internet, right? And so it's when we get to a point where it just feels like the internet. I see the funky one on this hand app. Go ahead. Hey, thanks, Chris. And I know I just stumbled into the minute, the middle of this conversation, but I did want to chime in with Flea's pushback. And um, I didn't know, Vivek, which specific chain or you were talking about, but uh, oh, I'm deep. Okay, well, I'm deep down the, the polka dot rabbit hole. We already have working dibs with Kilt. Um, so I have a Sporin wallet, for instance, and a couple sites that I use, I can log in with that. So I'm just basically showing the bare bones credentials that they need to see for me to access whatever's behind that. Um, so dibs are a thing. And if you look up Kilt, they have major partnerships with a lot of corporations already. Granted, admittedly, many of them are in the EU, not in the US where I am based. Um, but the tech is already here and it's already being deployed, granted, in a very small niche arena because it's all of us who are in Web3 using this stuff. But it just goes to show that there is a viable use case for DIDs. And I think they are going to become more and more mainstream, especially as Web3 continues to grow and it gets more adoption. Um, but I, I also, you know, totally understand where Flea is coming from, too, because certainly the corporations that already are extracting a lot of our data are going to probably have a vice grip hold on it for many years to come as well. But hopefully with these kinds of technologies, as we continue to increase adoption, there's we're going to sort of claw back the ownership of our own personal data, or at least that's the hope, right? So thank you for letting me chime in, Chris. Yeah, no problem. No, I think that's good insight. And like, we, no one really knows where this evolves. Just I think in a capitalist environment, it's like the top companies, whoever they are at the time, will unfortunately play a big role in all of this because most people just don't care about any of this. Most people say they care about their privacy, but they don't. That's just fact. Like a lot of like, like you don't care about, but then you go and you, you buy stuff on online, put your credit card and like, like, it's just like, I feel like we're moving more and more towards people who just really generally don't care about privacy. Like that is a fleeting um, niche, I would say, especially with like, like, the younger the generations are now, they're very used to putting all their information online and like privacy and security are probably less important to kids growing up than people my age, I would say, especially the older generation. Like my my parents are all about security. 
I'm kind of about it. Privacy, it's fine. I appreciate when I have it. And then it just gets watered down over time. That's my personal opinion. And unless we come up with technology or these organizations partner or sell their technology to companies like whatever it is at the time, you know, Microsoft, Google, Apple, like these guys need to use it and integrate it into their ecosystems to make it meaningful. Like, that's just how I feel. Like, there's always going to be a niche. Like, there's always niches. There's people that will use it exactly the way you're using it. But, like, when it goes, like, grand, like a quote-unquote mass adoption, it doesn't pump anyone's bag, I don't, I don't think. Unless they've invested in the, um, what's it, like, the infrastructure. If you can invest in the infrastructure of the stuff, you have, uh, you know, a way to make money over a long win. But if you're investing in the way we're investing in the NFTs, it probably will be a little more difficult. Again, an opinion. But I do, I do believe that like a lot of the large companies will need to like actively integrate this stuff into their ecosystems for to really get to a point to hit scale. You know, I think we're thinking about this too much in the real world. Like what I mean by that is like we are literally watching a whole digital world being made in front of us. And there will be digital problems that will arise that this technology will solve. But right now, I mean, maybe there isn't that many IRL problems that it can solve. That's I probably that, a good point. We're out here living yeah. in the real world. That's the reason we can't connect it. We're not in the metaverse. <laughs> well, you just got to remember, dude, like, you know, I'm in that generation, the Generation Z, where like, you know, we were, we grew up on the internet. Like we will, our kids will continue to grow up in an even more immersive internet where like, you know, there will, like I said, there will be more problems that will arise and this technology will solve those problems for sure. Describe that, that immersive internet though. Right, like describe what does what does that experience consist of? It's usually it just comes down to a handful of of apps or games. It's not really like they're fucking you know eating you know digital food or they're like dressing themselves. It's probably just they're playing a they're a game they're uh, addicted to, and they're on a social platform they're addicted to. You know what I mean? So I mean it, it all boils down to a couple of fundamental things that they're already doing. It's just like how does how does blockchain 10x that experience? I'm not seeing it, you know. I mean, I think what it how it does and what do what people actually care about is money, right? Like people yeah. that's why there are a lot of there people that started in crypto, that's why a lot of people started in NFTs. And honestly, I I mean when it comes to gaming, it's just gonna become even more addictive than it has been in the past twenty years because money's gonna be involved You're with it in some way. Breaking up. You can't hear me? No, I can hear you no, fine. No, we can hear you good. I um, think Flea is just trying to do quick takes. But listen, I see my homie off. Dan down there, patient with his hand <laughs> up. So we got to go over to Dan. What's going on, my friend? My guy. What's up? What's up, Dan? What's up, Dan? Don't leave me hanging, Dan. Space is Hey, love the show, Chris. Thanks. Oh, hey, buddy. Um, just going back to the data um, privacy side of things. I think there's a whole lot of money to be to be lost there. So I'm not too sure which corporations are going to be for that in terms of data farming and marketing and, and things like that. Um, but also the security side. Um, I feel like data privacy is, 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 is an option. We, we choose whether we want to give our data away or not. But security is it's something that we have no say over whatsoever. And I feel like the Web 2 world at the moment is a lot more secure than the Web 3 world. I mean, I, for one, have complete separate device for any blockchain transactions. Uh, people are going to have to pay per month for VPN users, uh, hardware wallets, and, and everything else that's going to come in the next few years. I'm not, so, not too sure how much of the wider population are going to be for that. 
um, when it's so much easier just to have everything stored in, in, in a bank, essentially. Well, this is it. Like, that's kind of literally, that's been my, my overarching thing, too. It's like, I, I find it hard to believe that people would, would use the technology if it doesn't look more like a bank. Like, you literally just log in with your email and password and your crypto's there or whatever they call it. I mean, that's a take that might be, like, very counterintuitive to what we know, but it, it kind of just makes more sense. Chris. What's up? There you are. Um, <laughs> I just feel like I, I probably could ask everyone I come across to uh, come across today, like, do you have a crypto wallet? Do you have any kind of crypto or a wallet of any kind? And I'm, I'm probably just going to get no for a while. Can like, you record so yourself doing it? Time. You got to get like get Get your girlfriend. A long time. Get your dad. It's take a long time to, to find a yes. And it's just like, like, that's the thing, man. People, not only, never mind NFTs, they have no, they don't even have a fucking wallet. They don't even have any exposure to crypto. Most of them probably hear about it and think it's a scam. Well, because most of it is. Uh, but no, we do, we do but, have Dropchain over there with his hand up. Go ahead. Dropchain, Dropchain, I mean, we don't do hands. Just fucking interrupt. No, we do hey, hands. Yo. We do hands. Flea doesn't do hands, but we, we do do hands. We what don't do hands. Well, it's my first time here, so I have to be respectful. You no, know, I, I appreciate that, especially when there's so many speakers. Yeah. It makes sense. Thank you. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah, so I wanted to kind of insert, uh, I, w I wanted to chat on kind of what you guys think on between the kind of the debate between mass adoption and decentralization. I mean, what you guys are talking about, um, I, I do see as kind of a dichotomy between if we want to get or if we want to get web3 to reach mass adoption we're going to need to make it easier for people to get in that means you know things like single sign on that means making it easier for developers to get into the ecosystem that means making more um rules that are easier for people to adopt um, as they get into blockchain and a lot of that will come with uh some sacrifices on the decentralization side so I, I know this very intimately my name is nate by the way not to shill but what drop chain is all about is our whole goal is to make web3 easier for both users and developers we're an api that you can plug into any traditional web2 app and it gives it all of the read and write functionality that you need and the reason why we're able to do that where users are able to sign up with their email password, log in with their email password, plus they're able to um, transact assets without having to sign transactions. The reason that we do that, uh, the reason that we're able to do that is because we're a uh, semi-private layer one blockchain, meaning that in a lot of ways we are centralized, but we use the same benefit of... Um, of all of you know the blockchain technology our approach to it is basically saying people coming into web3 for the first time they don't know what the hell they're doing and oftentimes it's more dangerous for them to hold their keys if they don't know how to do it responsibly they can always offload it later onto a different chain or whatever um, but many of the decentralization and crypto purists get upset at us for basically saying like, oh, you guys aren't decentralized, so we want nothing to do with you. I have a different view. I see it as these are the necessary evils that we need to do in order to get Web3 to reach mass adoption. But 
I am curious to what you guys, um, what you guys think on that, because this is the type of conversation that I have with people constantly. Um, and there's a lot of back and forth. Nice. Nice to meet you. You said Nate, right? Yeah. Good to meet you as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I love, and this is just, you know, I gotta, I gotta point this out, man. Cause I find it very humorous. I love when people say not to shill. And then the next then like three minutes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's just hilarious. It's like it's almost <laughs> like, you know, being at work with like a female co-worker. Yeah. Not to sexually harass, but you have such a nice ass. Yeah, you know, that's exactly hilarious. it. <laughs> no, but I, I, I get what you're saying, man. I I appreciate the, the input. Chris, go ahead, man. I just needed to I needed to jump in there and say that. No, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate both you both you fellas. And you know, knowledge is power, and the more knowledge you have, the better it is. So I, I would agree on both fronts. Um, that is quite humorous, but I like the I, well. Here's my overarching question: is like, why do we even want mass adoption? That's a good question. I mean, do we do we as people who are already in crypto, do we just want more people to get in to bump our market caps up and make more money? Is That's that I mean. it? Or we... I think, yeah. Like, if we, if we could remove, let's just say the, the and anyone on speaker or in, on the audience can answer this, but it's like, and I do see, uh, who's that over there? We got the binary brush, uh, big fan of them. But removed, removed financial aspect. It's like, why do we want mass adoption? Chris, I'll be honest, man. We'll go to the hands right after this. I just got to, because you know how I am. My plane goes down quick, bro. I Something's wrong with these fucking spark plugs in this engine. <laughs> Yeah, any moment I could lose this shit. So I'll be honest, man. I I don't care about mass adoption. I'm just going to be straight up, you know? I really don't. I just want to see number go up. I want to make enough money so that I can eventually delete this app. Uh, hopefully, by then, some of us can uh, exchange information, keep in touch. But uh, my ultimate goal is to delete this app and never, never see the timeline again. Never see the grifters. Never see the engagement farmers. I just want to move away from this town. Let me, ask, let me ask one question. I mean, do you think that that is because – so right now, as we've kind of mentioned, the, the only real benefit that anybody sees in crypto or Web3 is the financial side of it. That is – you know, it's like in any new technology. People just find one application for it. You know, it's like once the combustion engine came out, um, everyone thought it could only be used for cars and then it could be used for, you know, a whole bunch of other shit. Um, so do you think that that is just lack of time and opportunity for us to find other areas where it could, you know, impact different fields other than finance? That's such a great point, because I think that would be such a cool experiment where if you just took the whole like took every single financial incentive from this space away, how many people would really still show up and give a shit? That's almost yeah. like taking sex out of a relationship. It's like, then you'll see if you really love the person. True. I mean, I think about it like, for example, like people, for, I've been in crypto since 2017. And what people have been talking about ever since is the pipe dream of let's get um, two things. One, voting slash elections. And two is healthcare. If you get that on the blockchain, then you can have all of this data that can be accessible from anywhere in the world. Uh, that's public, that's not corruptible, things like that. Um, but as you mentioned, there's just no financial incentive to do that. Um, the powers that be 
either just want to make money or keep it the way it is. Um, but I don't know. I do want to hear from Brush, though. Had the hand up for a while. What's going on? Hi. Um, I have been hearing what you guys are saying, and I would like to say, um, see, I have done a blockchain course, right? So in that, we had use cases that a blockchain can be used. See, there are, it's, it's not just a public blockchain that can be used, right? There is like private blockchain that's far more um, being used. Actually, it's like you, you don't even know, but it's being used. Like, for example, we, uh, we presented a presentation. Um, our project was on blood bank. What if blood bank is on blockchain? Right. The concept behind that is in India, uh, we did the research. So uh, there are two components for the blood. I know this is very technical and bear with me. Two complement components. One is blood and one is plasma. Are you aware plasma can be uh, kept healthy? I mean, not corrupted, like it can be stored and can be used for one year. But do you know what percentage of it is being used? One percent. And do you know why? Because people do not know where the plasma is. You know, it's like if consider if this is on blockchain, if a company, if someone needs a plasma and they can just go and search, even if it takes a, a month for it to deliver, it's still viable. It's, it can still be used. See, this is like this is a lot of things. Then there is this um, one thing, uh, a fantasy kind of uh, our instructor asked us, imagine a future with blockchain. So we thought, for example, there are like these big, big companies, you know, like Gucci, luxury ones or some Samsung. Imagine you said, oh, buy our Samsung, um, Samsung TV, and we will give you 50 tokens, right? 50 Samsung tokens or whatever. And imagine all the companies doing that. And then there is a piece of land that you would like to buy. And this guy would be like, and uh, the seller will take all kind of tokens, right? And then you remember, oh, I bought Samsung for, it was $1 when I bought it, but now it's $10,000. It won't be, but, you know, just imagine. And for that amount, you can buy a real estate. I mean, this is very, very out there, but the possibility, I'm just talking about the possibilities, like imagine. Brush. Hey, Brush. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to understand this better. So this question comes from a place of really trying to understand you. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's, what's the point? What point are you trying to make? Be very concise. I just want to understand clearly what you're saying in terms of like your vision for blockchain. No, I, I think blockchain, uh, why? I mean, I, it's like, yeah, you can use this one. You can... It's it's not like I don't think it would replace the currency that we are using. It, it, I don't think it will be replaced by the current system. I think it can go in parallel. You know. Yeah, I agree I, I with don't that. Think, yeah, I, I yeah. think the one, the one, the one issue I'm I'm having. No, not with what you're saying with blockchain in general. It's like we come up with these utopia visions of what it could be, but there's so yeah. much to get to get to that like to get to a point where like you could sell plasma all over the world is like it sounds really no, nice no, no. No, I, no, no, I, no i know that's not your point this isn't i guess what not you said all over the world just no, regionally, like when she, 
when she was talking, I'm sorry, Brush, I just want to make this quick point that you can add to it, but I, I just don't want to lose it. When she was talking, it, it almost made me think of this analogy of like, you know, like people telling their plumbers like what materials to use because like they have a vested interest all of a sudden in like this new like plumbing technology, but it doesn't necessarily like 10x their experience at home. Their water still runs the same, but for some reason, because they have a, a financial interest in this new like like pipe that just came out, now they want their plumber and they're so enthusiastic about plumbing. I just feel like we want all these companies to use blockchain, but it's just like, for what? Like, what is it doing for us? Can it's, I just it's say, the sense can of I just... having a loyal following, you know? How many companies would like to have a, com I mean, like a following that they don't lose this customer to another company? Yeah, I think, I mean, <clears throat> the conversation's really focused on crypto, I would say, not like necessarily blockchain, even though obviously like, crypto is built on top of blockchain tech. I would say that when we talk about blockchain tech and mass adoption, it's like there are blockchains being built that don't yeah. have tokens, right? Like enter oh, a lot of enterprise blockchains are yeah. are um, building out infrastructure for big Fortune 500 companies and, and startups and whatever that don't require you to have tokens. It's more so just like having more security for certain aspects of their business. So like one example would be supply chain, right? Like there's a Walmart in Canada that use blockchain tech to um, tag produce from the time it was grown all the way to the time it made it to Walmart. And it reduced like the amount of spending they had by a billion dollars or something. I don't think it was that high, maybe a hundred million or something for Walmart over like a course of a year. So it's like, Crypto, sure, that's like one side of it and the tokens and all that stuff. And that's what we're seeing right now. But I would say there's a distinction between blockchain and crypto, whereas crypto is built on top of blockchain, but there are other use cases outside of having tokens. And you can see that with supply chain logistics and um, I'm trying to think education is one of them also that can be used, right? Like the one thing that you have to figure out, and that's going to be like, how do you maintain that system? Um, and there are, I mean, there are tons of companies figuring that out without having tokens. But yeah. that's the point. That's I love you that you said that because that's what I'm talking about. I feel like those use cases are practical. They're behind the scenes. It's not about pumping your bags. It's just about improving the like logistics or improving like the way something works. Like that's fundamental of any tool. It's a tool. It's not a tool to make you rich. It's a tool like, yeah, go build a company using blockchain as a part of like one of the many facets of your company. But it's not going to like just change the world completely. You know what I mean? It's just going to be something that makes uh, some kinds uh, or some aspects of business or experiences better. Yeah. And I think yeah. when like we, chat we talk GPT, like look how fast yeah. like that whole like. Uh, industry and technology is moving like you already have google and bing and 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 things are just because that's truly revolutionary that's going to change the game i would i would put push back on that i'd say like ai is it's a lot easier to interact with right that's why it's blowing up right now but yeah like, a lot of exactly. blockchain tech is on the back end and so exactly look how long blockchain to... tech has been yeah. out it's had it had it's had such a head start on on ai and the whole chat thing and look at look at how fast it's moving like look how like how much better it's being built out and like you just said it's so much easier to interact with and right and, and, and just like a... but when we talk about ai right it's it, it it's not like it was just out and about 
like blockchain tech has been out with for the past 10 years. That's a very short amount of time. Actually, it's been around yeah. longer. I mean, publicly, with, with right. Like block, Publi- blockchain, like, right, publicly, you know, right. Being a proof of concept, yeah, but blockchain's been around for a long time. I mean, the idea of blockchain theoretically has been around for a long time for sure, but in like implementation and as a public, like Bitcoin being like a public um, blockchain where yeah. it's more decentralized is one thing, but when it comes to AI, AI has been researched for, I would say, like more, a lot longer. Um, and it's like not just theoretically, but in practice. And it has like further roots than even blockchain. Like a lot of the theoretical concepts for blockchain tech happened pre 2000, but for like AI, it's been going on for 50, 60 plus years. So, um... but not to this level. I feel like also the, you know, uh, just technologies just moved so much faster over the past couple of years. Like things have just accelerated so much quicker, you know, than they ever have. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole, like the compound effect and like yeah. growth. I mean, for sure. I just think that like comparing AI and blockchain as innovations is one thing, but then like actually talking about the, the way they've grown is two different things because like with blockchain tech, people can't just use that or build that like, themselves all right all right here's the thing about blockchains is that it's it's basically politics and it just goes down this rabbit hole and the discussion becomes uh it it devolves i think over time so i think if it's okay we'll do a hard pivot here because the reality is like it'll work out the way it will my fucking plane ticket says new york now you want to go to california well well, if it was on the blockchain we would have a record of it and we wouldn't have this discrepancy. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, so here's a hard pivot. Flea, or sorry, not Flea, um, IV. So tell me some of your best practices for networking. No way you just turned that on me when we were just having a full blockchain conversation. Dude, like... It- oh, man. We basically have been standing here with our clothes off. It's like one big eyes wide shut party, and Chris is like, "All right, guys, let's put our clothes on." Well, I'm I'm sorry, like like I love blockchain, I love discussing it, but like you know, you know, I've, like it's one of those things you're never gonna change someone's opinion on. Like we I have know. Our... Once we take once the clothes come off, man, it's like that's it. We go until motherfuckers start passing out. We wake up <laughs> over. You can't just put our clothes on and then like get back to work. Okay, so you this is the warm up. You gotta finish the job, yeah. right, please. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's a couple people that haven't finished yet, Chris. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, Chris, you know what? We're going to have to... I'm talking sh- about their points. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. I'm talking about they haven't finished their points. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So uh, a big part of being a host is being able to pivot and deal with these tricky situations smoothly and, you know, doing a nice transition, not making it awkward and keeping people entertained. I, I just stare at your PFP when I get nervous. <laughs> Things are awkward. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So, uh, so, how about that networking? Yeah, how about that networking? I mean, I feel like we did some networking today. I think we probably made more enemies than friends, unfortunately. I feel like just coming here and talking is a form of networking. You know? Look, we, we just lost uh, Drop Chain. Just fucking dropped his ass out of here, man. Yeah, he said we're not, <laughs> we're not pumping his bag anymore. We're not talking his... That's meat. it. Yep. He got his sponsored, you know, his sponsored in there, and now he's he's gone. He's hey, just, he's out. Yeah, hey, yeah. Chris, Chris, I don't want to shill, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to shill. Yeah, I don't want to shill, but I here I go. 
God damn. The analogy that Flea had for that was absolutely gold, by the way. <laughs> like, I completely forgot it, but it was just the best. I see Flourish down in the audience, by the way. Is he coming up, or is he just down there, like, listening? What's going on? Yeah, I see Flourish. You're right. I see Flourish standing at the door. He has his clothes on. He's wondering why the fuck everyone's naked in this room. Did he just, like, he's looking in the window. Did I get to the punch? He's at huh? the, he's out front of the house, looking in the window, seeing who's home, trying to decide if he wants to knock on the door or not. Nah, man, it's it's Flourish's day off. He wants to hop in the party, like trust. Flourish just, yeah. Flourish just rip him off, bro. Rip off the clothes, get in. Let's get them all up here. We got crayon on stage done, now. Bro. I don't know what I walked into. But bro, you don't want to, like, okay, uh, you walk into a, pol- uh, a discussion of um, Donald Trump versus Biden, who's better. That's what you walked in on. No, I no, he politics. didn't walk into it. Flourish, this, this is like, you think you're going to a job interview. You showed up, nice fucking suit you picked up from Marshalls. You got good price on it, fits good. You're you're excited. You get to the job interview. You open the door, and it's just there's just fucking chaos. People are naked. There's fucking. There's he went to an FTX. He went to an FTX orgy, man. That's basically what he just walked into, and he's like, shit. He he's trying to figure out like, you know, where do I, who do I talk to for this job? But everybody's naked, so it's up to you. It's like, do you just jump in? Or are you going to, like, leave? So it's up to you, Flores. Tell us what you're thinking. Well, he jumped in. He's on stage. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that analogy. That just that just changed my whole morning. I think I want to, like, rearrange my day now. I don't know I don't know what this means for me. Flores, tell us, what have you been up to this morning anyway? What's going on in your world? Are you working on content? Like, what's, what's up? Uh, I haven't gotten to the content yet, but, yeah, I, I've literally just been scheduling tweets and replying to tweets, and then well, I just walked into I, this. I believe it's your time, 1230. You're a content creator, and you've yet to create any content. I'm just uh, a little bit curious. As I to... mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the truth. It's it's crazy. So, yeah. We're here I'm... to loosen Flourish up. That's what we're here to do, Chris. We're going to just loosen him up a little bit. You know, he uh, he doesn't have much lubrication. We got to lube my lube suits him up already a off. Bit. Yeah, his suits off. We got to just lube, yeah, we got to lube him up. Just you know, that's it. And Dude, he's good to should, go. I don't I don't know if I like the the way you're saying these things, man. <laughs> yeah, so no, but he, he hasn't had his not, coffee. He needs his coffee. No, he needs his cold I did. Brew. I actually just finished my cold brew. But Flourish, you see, he's taking it the wrong way. When I mean lube Flourish up, it just means like. You know, un unhit like un untighten the screw a little bit because he's a little tight. Get lube up the screw and then and then tighten it back up, but not too tight. You know, you gotta send you out into the world just a little bit more. You know. Here, I have the perfect no. reset here, Fleet. I got the perfect don't. reset. Real quick, let's just fetch. Damn, fetch. Give us your analysis. Like fetch. What? Give us your analysis. I'm sorry. I just need to hear fetch. We need a little fetch over here. She's over there, probably eating lunch, panicking, not knowing what to say. So I'll talk for a minute to give her. A second to think about what she's gonna say. Yeah, I know what you're doing. You don't want to get canceled. You want to have a female come up and talk, so then you feel. Well, like, everyone. Right, we're good. Okay. Well, Fetch isn't gonna speak, so we'll go to the the next best. Um, we're going to Viviac. <laughs> I'm Plus, dead. I'm dead. <laughs> I was gonna say this is an FTX man. It's STB. It's a whole different game. This is STB Radio. I host this weekly, or sorry, daily. Anyway, okay, we got to go to Crowns. He's on stage. He's having fun over here. I'm going to talk for a minute to give him a second to think about what he's going to say. You know, what's up, Crowns? I don't need a second to think, man. I don't need a second he's, he's at all. Whipping he's, he's whipping it out. He's whipping it out. Flea, my, oh, my Jesus. Yeah, Lord, listen, mercy. Um, Flea, Flea's low-key one of my favorite people, like, period. I've never met this dude, but the combination of, like, 
razor sharp wit and then like i don't really give a fuck and just transparency just makes me like him all that much more uh you're the king ceo of metaphors too bro just like i love it i love it i love it um the conversation too that y'all been having um really made me kind of i felt called out in a little bit of way but then i was like you know what i'm really not mad at that either I think I'm a both and kind of person. I definitely, you know, I'm in some of this stuff because there's the the financial stuff that's going on with it. I don't completely understand uh, how it's going to benefit, but I also feel like I'm at the precipice of like that paradigm shift where, you know, I'm back in the agricultural revolution trying to explain to them what a self-driving car is. And they're going to be like, what the actual fuck? So, you know, there's part of me that, as a futurist, I want to participate in the future I want to build. But as a, as a realist, I don't really have the, the capacity to understand what's going on yet because some of this stuff, I'm just, I'm not a coder. I'm not a web three guy. You know, I, I'm a music producer and DJ and my background is a completely different uh, landscape. So, you know, I, I, I love the points that Flea brought up. Um, I also think that like, I just, I, I don't think I'm prepared if someone were to ask, like, all right, Crowns, you're the guy that's going to pull the trigger on the yes or no. Are we going to do it or are we not going to do it? And I would I'd be like, man, I just don't really fucking know. I just honestly don't have the tools prepared for it. But I, I'm excited to see if it goes somewhere. Some of it sounds like science fiction to me. But, I mean, the truth is, is everything that we have around us started off as like a complete fantasy in some people's brain. I mean, fucking electricity and, you know, uh, plumbing and, you know, forced air HVAC and, you know, this Wi-Fi. I mean, there's so much stuff that I'm looking at. The plastics molded into a fucking Keurig machine on my countertop. And like this stuff looks super science fiction to me if I were, you know, three or 400 years ago. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm completely on the walking the fence here and not probably adding any value, but I also am completely enjoying this conversation. It's, it's hit me in all the right, like intellectual and humor and networking and fleas, right? This is fucking networking, getting up on this, this place. I, none of y'all knew I existed three weeks ago and now I have relationships with a handful of you. So there is something to be said for that. So that's my take. Um, putting down, putting it back in the pants for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the take. I, I think we need more neutral territory. I think that's a smart place to work from. But uh, I do see Fetch over there with a the hand up. We're excited to hear from her. Oh, it's nothing exciting at all. I just didn't want to leave you hanging. I was literally eating. And well, I... it's a little late for that. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. But uh, my mouth is full. And I know Flea's probably going to make a comment about that. So that's just that. But I wanted to um, just say how Flea, he always just gives these just great visuals of like whenever he's talking, he I just like have the perfect picture of everything that he's saying. So I just wanted to compliment him on that. Um, so, yes, yeah, I have no value uh, to give. Well, I'm going to come in right after because I had the hand too, Chris. And I just want to point out, man, people... You know, don't cringe, man. People enjoy these eyes wide shut parties. They enjoy whipping it out. You know what I mean? No, I, I'm I cool like with the whipping it little, out. I'm cool uh, with the eyes I wide shut. I think you get a little nervous. I no, no, no. When it gets when you start talking about each individual pube, that's when I get a little uh, skeptical. You, uh, 
I, I, don't know, I feel like you worry about the, the, you know, the public image of sell the bottom radio when people start talking about whipping it out. But sometimes you just got to whip it out yourself, Chris, and say, ah, oh, fuck it. And just jump in, man. <laughs> Grab, dip your whole fucking arm in the tub of lube and dive in. But anyway, okay. There's no way this is monetized anymore, man. All, this all seriousness. Yeah, this, we're not worried about monetizing here, Flourish. True that. There, I'm not getting a dollar from nobody. That's for damn sure. Yeah, he's, Chris has a day job. He's not worried. He's not that poker player that has to rely on the one-two game at Atlantic City. He's just he's ready to fucking gamble. Um, so cr- how do you pronounce that? Is that crayons? Cray- crayons, like uh, like the the things you color with as a kid. It comes okay, from the cool. word crayo. So okay. Um, I don't know, man. I I always appreciate you too. It's not just because you. You, uh, give me flowers, but uh, I was just also thinking. I, I feel like whipping out, whipping out the. Uh, I know what you're thinking. I'm not about to say what you're thinking, but uh, I'm thinking about whipping out the push too. Uh, ironic that it's named that way for what we're we, we, what we've been talking about. But yeah, man, I feel like we should collaborate on something, man. I'd love to go back and forth, send shit back and forth, and work on something together. Yeah, man, you're I love here the, first, the ladies and gentlemen. The push, the push is an amazing controller. I'm actually one of the instruments that i teach i have a, a a school here in california mount sac is mount san antonio college which is kind of a dope music program i teach ableton and push controllers part of that curriculum and um you know i'm all about yeah i'm all about that shit man 100 percent. like Crayon slide into the dms bro <laughs> you are a bad motherfucker man that is so cool that you're teaching people how to use push uh and ableton i think ableton's the best doll out uh, as soon as Let's I know, we're go. gonna geek out for we're gonna geek out for thirty seconds on music production software. Uh, Ableton Live is easily the most user friendly, fun, yes. creative yes. tool for music yes. production. It, it it makes you feel like a kid again when you're in the uh, what is it session view with the clips. Yeah. Like that is yeah. like that is totally. like a painter with his little paints on the can, like on totally. the uh, on the easel or whatever it's called. Totally. Yeah, and I and that's a great point because regardless of what we do, we want to like I have a degree in architecture, and I left that entire field because I'm good at it, but I just wasn't having fun at it. And when the recession hit, I was part of the layoffs, and I had to pivot into what I was moonlighting as. I moonlighted, I made beats, and I sold CDs via PayPal or whatever it was on MySpace, and I, you know, I, I shilled beat CDs on the side. And I'm like, let me try to make a career out of this because I got laid off. And uh, Ableton was one of those things that allowed me to like really discover how to have fun and how to make a living with something that I was good at as well. And like that fun That's factor beautiful. is so underrated when it comes to doing anything, whatever the fucking job is, like being able yeah. to enjoy it. Man, so clutch. I think. I think especially with like real last comment on Ableton is like for the, you know, when you're in arrangement view, it's very like cut and dry. It's like, you have to have like your idea. So like the session view allows you to experiment and find your idea. That's why I love Ableton. But, um, but yeah, man, I feel like Chris is like getting, getting nervous again. We're, we're, we're veering off topic. Uh, Chris, you okay? (laughs) I don't think he's okay. I feel like he's ready to sell his plane and just start Ubering again. No, baby, we're good. I'm enjoying this. Listen, I'm all for open discussions that are just don't go too nuanced, I guess, and one-sided, you know? I appreciate it all. 
And Chris, you, you know, at least they're forming a connection, you know, right in front of us. We're watching networking. Happen, we started so this off beautiful. with networking. You hit it and they're networking. So they're literally using the space to do what it's for. And if I were not allowed that, I would be a hypocrite. So I definitely don't. Yeah, want to yeah I mean, it's starting to look like people have their tops on. I mean, I, I see a lot of legs still. Uh, some of you are still not have your underwears back on, but I'm seeing a lot of these dress tops. Look at Fl Flourish. I'm still looped like up from you, bro. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, come on. Oh, you showed up late. This oh, is what happens man. when you show up late. Man. Don't you be the that. last guy in the room rolling around in the lube, Flourish. Don't be yeah, that guy. I'm going to quote that. I think guy. I'm going to make that a tweet. Thank you. We were on track. <laughs> what happened? I can't control had... the room. I can't. I thought I could. I can't. I cannot it's control impossible. the room. We I had mean, to <laughs> Oh, man. Chris, how much time do you have? Do you want to go to 1 o'clock, man? Come on. Another 20 minutes can't hurt. 20 minutes can't hurt. I mean, I mean, we're we're making connections here. Fetch has her mouth full. Crayons is just just a, a fucking Chad, man. I don't know. I, this guy gives me good vibes. I'm glad I met him. Okay. Uh, well, here, here. How's the, the, listen, yeah, what do you want? The guy I can always go to, and he knows I'm gonna call him right now, and I'm speaking again to give him a sec. But like, Ivy always got things on top of his dome. He wants to talk about Ivy. Like, send us down a direction. Please, please include new. Uh, maybe no lube. No lube would be good, but. I mean, if you have lube, I mean, by all means, use it. But what you, what's on your mind? Like, where are your, where's your mind at? So we're not going to bring up lube, but maybe the alternative lotion. You know, what are your guys' oh thoughts on <laughs> oh, saliva? I heard a porn star once say, like, saliva is the best lubrication. Yeah, uh, Chris, kiss the hopes of monetizing this shit. Goodbye. Mwah. But yeah. yes, it's goodbye. This, this is all transcribed like between the algorithm. I do want to say, though, this is a random thought. For those of you who know, I changed my profile picture a while ago, and I got, you know, this short review. I'm on, I don't know, four. This would be my fourth week on Wednesday. I actually got a notification of uh, three days ago that said, we are actually reviewing your account, and uh, nothing's happened since then. So, actually, they reviewed my account, and I still can't make any changes whatsoever. Oh, forget it. Wait until after. Wait till tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. What account is this? Twitter. Yeah, my Twitter. Because I'm trying to like I have like a, I have oh, a, a different profile picture. You better picture. fucking start following people like Joel Osteen and shit. You you better get politically correct. Oh my. Well, it's it's tough when the algorithm knows who I truly am based on these conversations. They're all transcribed. Graham, yeah. I mean, I come off mute, man. What's up? I, I'm just I'm. Because I just uh, signed up for the whole blue check thing, and and Chris's experience with all of this, like I've I've been actually wanting to to pivot into a slightly different direction. With I, I'm sort of fifty fifty, like I'm fully doxxed because I perform, I perform in clubs, perform on stage. You know, I teach people know who I am, but I also sort of have a slightly digitized image, so I'm not you know personally willing to go down the full like NFT PFP thing, because I'm not trying to be Daft Punk or, or a dead mouse or somebody like that. I'm okay with people knowing who I am. I got music videos out with my face and Chris's experience has honestly given me anxiety over wanting to pivot because I mean, it's been, bro, it's been an insane amount of time for you. And your actual face is on your actual profile which I just don't understand. I don't, I just, maybe I don't know enough about how this stuff works, but um, I'm super confused and like, you know, definitely have a little bit of anxiety over like, man, I just can't do it because then I'm just going to 
I'm going to be locked out for a while. I don't understand what's going on. You're thinking you might change your, your picture or your name? No, 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 not my handle. My name is my name. I mean, that's everywhere. That's my brand. Um, like the picture, the the picture for me, um, I need. I want something that's a little bit more. The fifty fifty color on this, the shadow on the side of my face is is a little dramatic, and I want it to be a little easier to be recognized. Um, and well, just do whatever. It. Worst case, they fuck you up for a month. That's kind of my philosophy on this. It's like I, I think it's mine expires on the ninth, and at that time, I won't have Twitter blue anymore. I'll be able to do whatever I want. Like I'm free of the shackles. I can switch my profile picture, whatever I want. Resubscribe. At least I, man, this is my theory. If this doesn't work, then I'm, I, I'm actually not sure. Um, resubscribe and then change the, the picture back. And I think it would be, I think it will be all good. That's the hope anyway. Has it adjusted like your ability to, to send or edit or, you know, stuff like that? Cause isn't that part of the Twitter blues? Yeah. Video? So I still have those. The only thing I'm not sure about is like, I don't know if this affects my ability to show like, cause one of the things with blue is if you comment on a post, like you show up higher in the result. Like, I don't know if that, if, if that has been affected or not, or if there's any other effects. I mean, I could go look, but I'm just not sure I really um, care enough, but it would be a good thing to know for sure like what effects are there. but i can use all the other twitter blue stuff i can edit tweets and do all so, that crap it's so the important. edit tweet for me is honestly probably the the most bestest thing ever because like my fat ass thumbs will like be tapping something or like i didn't mean to type something i'm like oh no 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 i'm like oh okay i can undo that real quick whoo and Yo. then uh re- redo it so yeah that's it's, good to know it's unfortunate that you gotta uh, content creators like you guys like have to fucking worry about like how Twitter functions rather than focus on creating content and worry about the fucking algorithm. Is this working? Is that working? It's like, you should just be able to show up. And if your content is good, it, yeah. like the, uh, that's, that's what a good algorithm is, is picking up what good content is. Yeah. Not, Who's active right now? Band and all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that flea. Um, you know, but I'm so also, Again, I keep coming back to this. I don't mean to be a broken record, but I'm so new to it that I'm still discovering what I actually want out of the space and and that sort of thing. I think um, there's advantages to being new, by the way. I, I think it's a strength rather than like feeling like you're at a disadvantage. I feel like when you're new, it allows you to do unorthodox shit that if you were experienced, you probably wouldn't do that might work. You know, like the whole locking your account. It looked like a big no-no, but... Hey, turns out the shit was like a, a backdoor to better engagement. I mean, that's just a, it might be a silly example, but you get what I'm trying to say is like yeah. when you're not when you're not afraid to experiment and look silly, it usually yields good results. Yeah, staying out of overthinking and stuff like that. You know that. And Chris is going to love this, this which is back to building during a bear. Um, one of the things when things are at their complete bottom, like that's when experimentation as is at its all time high. Um, I just finished this book, um, Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, where he really talks about some of the greatest things that were ever made were made during times where everything was super down, you know, when the world had gone through some catastrophic event or, you know, markets in the in the first depression were, you know, and the businesses and the and the moguls that came out of that, which goes to sort of Flea's point. Of you know being new and and not overthinking and overanalyzing stuff and having the courage to try stuff. Um, so look at that! I just tied two two different conversations together like that. Boom. 
Well, this is one of the reasons why I have a theory that you would be the ultimate spaces host, which I do know you hosted your space, which is incredible. And going back to trying new things, this is like, I haven't seen someone host a space the way you did it, where it was A, seven hours. I mean, holy cow. But B, playing music, having the opportunity to, to speak in between the sets. Like, that's a really cool concept. I really like that. Thanks, man. Um, that I got that idea from, um, first of all, you had mentioned, you're like, hey, I think you'd be great at this. Then y'all had this conversation the other day about having spaces that brought value instead of just like these giant echo chambers. And um, I was experiencing sort of an emotionally difficult day. And I was like, what's my particular love language? That's music, playing records. I like play music all the time. Like when I'm cleaning the house, when I'm driving in the car, when I'm at the gym, like I'm always playing music, even if it's not my own. And the other thing that's my love language is connecting to people. Like I really like to get to know people. I like to share in a real honest way, um, not just like the highlight reel. That shit drives me bonkers because that's not connection. That's just like, that's just complete fakery and fuckery. And I live in Los Angeles where there's so much of that. Growing up in Atlanta, we say what we mean and we mean what we say. So coming out here, that whole stuff is a real turnoff to me. Fakery so and fuckery. I'm, I love that quote. Yeah. So finding a way to connect to people in these Twitter spaces in a way where, you know, like I said, I had a hard day. I got an email that completely crushed, crushed me. And I was like, you know what, instead of doing one thing, I'm going to go and try to connect with these people in a human way and be vulnerable and say, you know what, I'm having a hard day. I'm going to play some records. If you're having a hard day, this is a safe place for you. And let's talk about it. If you don't want to talk about it, you can just sit down there and vibe out with me. But if you do, I love to be, you know, an ear, you know, like a virtual hug, if you will. And then if you're having a good day, like share that gratitude because, you know, sharing that helps other people remember and know that uh, down days are just a cloud in the sky and there's still a sun up there shining all the time and that kind of thing. So that was the motivation. And a lot of it came from being in a room like this with people like you and quite specifically some of the things that were said in this actual space by the people in this room right now. So, um, you know, that's why it happened, man. I'm guessing the lube and the nudity had nothing to do with what you're saying, what was said in this room that helped, <laughs> right, Sean? Um, the, the lube, no, but the nudity and, and the vulnerability, absolutely. Right. Like the oh, nice bridge. Nice bridge, hell Crayons. Yeah. Nice bridge. Oh, hell yeah. Or you know what? Yeah. Nudity is my love language, Crayons. I love it. I love it. You're the guy that's like, no, nah, the emperor is not wearing any fucking clothes. Please look at that shit. Let's not let's not mess around. Let's talk about the real shit. And so I identify with that. You know, your your humor has a way of delivering it to me personally that makes it um, makes it enjoyable to talk about these things that could quite literally just be a real downer to be like, listen, everybody's just there's a lot of fake stuff out there and that can really be depressing. But to be able to talk intelligently and add humor on top of that without being com completely dismissive of the subjects, I said this in a message in one of our chats, like, that's a hard line to walk, and you do it extremely well. And I'm trying to be more humorous. I just have a tendency to get real cerebral and stuff. But then I'm like, then I give everybody a hug, and they're like, okay, that's cool. Like, that was really deep, but then, like, I still feel good afterwards. So I love um, how you were able to articulate basically the point of, of why i even fuck around the way i do man it's it's you know there's a point behind it a it just comes naturally i'm fucked up 
but B, it's like, it feels good, man. It feels good to laugh, you know? Like, like if you had to give people the option to, like, listen to a lecture and, like, come away with an idea or fucking laugh the whole time, like, this is why people like Dave Chappelle, and I'm not comparing myself. I wish I was fucking Dave Chappelle. But I'm just saying, this is why people like Dave Chappelle and 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 those those top guys, they command so much money. Netflix is willing to pay them fucking crazy money because nothing can beat laughter. Totally agree. Totally agree. And anybody, anybody at the end of their days will, you know, at the top of their list, they'll say stuff like, I wish I was less serious. I wish I, you know, adventured more. I wish yes. I had more joy and not happiness. They'll say things like joy. They'll say joy. things like, I wish I yeah. laughed more, you know, that kind of stuff. And here's and, the thing about laughing is like, you can learn and laugh at the same time. It's not like this, like, totally. like you're laughing, you're not learning. Cause a lot of totally. the best jokes, and the best humor is rooted in some form of truth. You know, when I start talking about whipping it out and all this shit, like, yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but everyone likes to whip it out. Everyone likes to fucking get naked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's real. <laughs> totally, bro. 100%. I, I, Chris, I just wanted to just wrap that up because, you know, that's exactly awesome. why we love this dynamic. <laughs> Shut up. This is exactly why we love the dynamic here. It is absolutely beautiful. Having Flea to, you know, wrap it all up and make the content better, more joyful. It's it's just amazing. And crayons, thank you so much for sharing, bro. Like, love hearing that vulnerability. And you know, we need me, we need more people like you in the space. And we do need to shout out that it was Flea's birthday yesterday. Flea's birthday was yesterday. Everyone needs to know this. So throw up a heart or something. I don't know. Happy, happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, brush. Thank you. I I don't want to call you brush. I don't know why Chris decided out of all there's three fucking letters. Uh Three words there. He decides to call you brush. What's your name? I want to say thank you to whoever you are. Spandana. Spandana. Thank you, Spandana. I appreciate the love. Thank you. It's actually, I'm a digital artist, so I decided to name it the binary brush in case you didn't figure it out. That's cool. That's cool. I actually gave birth to a digital artist yesterday on my birthday. Oh, my God. Not the way you're thinking like I, I i don't have a child but i did create I, I created an artist out of thin air i created a pseudonym for him a story and i'm going to start uh releasing some of my art through this guy that no one knows <laughs> that's amazing i mean i'm a mother so i had different visuals <laughs> well you know there goes the second sponsorship spot <laughs> there it goes it goes to flea, but we love it chris where are you gonna take this i want to hear it well one point i wanted to make is that this was going back to something that Fleet or Crayons said, I don't know, but um, damaged people. I heard that in there and it sparked my interest because that's a topic I like. And one of the things I would say is that probably everyone on NFT Twitter is a little damaged. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. My friend Joe made a tweet about that, which I thought was very funny and kind of true. But also, um, on that point, I think we can definitely all use the, all the humor we can because humor is healing and, you know, I try to be a little bit more humorous sometimes. I'm very, as one might say, serious and sometimes stiff. So I'm trying to, and I use stiff <laughs> strategically in that sentence because it can have a variety of meanings. So I'm trying to be less stiff, but also more playful. I'm seeing some laugh emojis, so I feel like I'm having some success. So I'm super bullish on that. But uh, last thing, I think educational spaces are super underrated. I'm a big fan of getting up here and having thoughtful conversations, whether there's one person or 20 people. Today was a great turnout, which is like, I'm always surprised when there's a decent turnout because like I run this every day and I think of supply demand, like 
there's a lot of supply, not necessarily a ton of demand. So when people show up, I'm always uh, really excited with that. But um, open stage here for a sec. Don't all speak at once or do. I don't really care either way. I'm not a good host. I don't know how to control a conversation. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I'll let you say your final words, and then we'll just wrap it up. Chris, drink a glass of water. I, I feel like. Oh my god! Water. I was literally like, "Holy fuck! I need some water." Yeah, I could <laughs> just feel it. I could feel you're making oh. me thirsty. Oh my! And I just had a fucking cold brew pistachio. Uh, was that the pistachio cream cold brew from Starbucks? You'd think I'd be dehydrated. You sound like you've had 25 <laughs> of them in the desert. You're gonna Wait, start saving you know, some money on Starbucks, though. I'm getting a little worried about your spending. No, I know, man. It's out of control. No, I was more worried about your ass. I mean, how are the shits after you drink that <laughs> coffee, please? <laughs> Ivy is completely on brand here. I love it, man. This guy gets it. This guy gets it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't had any good shits the last two days, so I don't think the cold brew really affects that. I had I had some amazing uh, rare steak from one of the best steakhouses in, in New York City yesterday. Uh, what was it Monday, actually? So I don't know, man. I feel a little gassy. Uh, if, I mean, if you want updates on my bowel movements, you know me. I'm not shy about it. I'll fucking even share pictures in the group chat. Uh, hey, you never know. We could take this. Look, flourish. Flourish again. Flourish. You know, flourish. Uh, I feel like there's a good exercise for everybody, right? Like, ask, ask somebody, like, what offends them, right? And then write their answer on a $100 bill and say, would you take this? And I guarantee they're going to take the $100. They don't. If they don't, there's something wrong with them. I, you know, I just wanted to make sure my boy's all good. You know, I just wanted to double check. Thank you for giving me the full update. But Chris, I love you guys. I'll... All right, now Chris, Chris I don't know how he managed to cram that many people in his apartment. It sounds crowded, Chris. What's going on in there? Oh, apparently there's crickets in his apartment as well. <laughs> Maybe he's in a crowded pet store. What, what's going on, Chris? I actually um, don't live in an apartment. What is it then? Yeah, sick. <laughs> I live in. Um, what is it? A flat? What are you in fucking London? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So I wanted to, no. I feel actually like I don't want to say where I live because I feel like maybe I'll come off as like douchey because I didn't like I don't know I didn't think this. Oh no! I don't live in an apartment. I live in. A... <laughs> yeah, so I think so. I can't. I totally. I live in regret. a mansion. I'm having a lot of regrets right now. I'm probably not going to finish this sentence. Unless you say you live in a castle with a drawbridge, bro, then I think you're fine. <laughs> well, that's actually where, kind of where I was going because we just built this bridge and. Uh... <laughs> Chris. Oh, guess who's here? The fucking mustache is here. Oh, uh, TM's in the house. Oh, my. Why does TM show up at the last minute? Like, this is. Oh, no. The mustache. Like I said, my theory is Chris is just jealous. Because there's a competitor in the facial hair game. Called the <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, he's in a cup. I love that. Okay. Under a like, pillow? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where's the pillow. Where's the plain plain sound? Yeah. 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 There it is. Wait, I don't know. Wait, what, I don't know what just happened. That, that like you're hiding under a blanket or something. Flourish, what's up, man? You and I what's don't good, really get dude? to. What's good, dude? I'm emojis. How's it going? Yeah, we don't we don't get to interact too much, man. You're too busy with your tuxedo. You don't get to interact with that, bro. Flourish disappeared. He was in here every single day. That's we were true. talking Sorry. in the group chats all the time, and this man starts a dinner party and disappears. Yeah, no, 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 substituting. He's like ta he's like Tally, bro. He's just trying to flash the influencers his tits all the time, rather than fucking 
you know, showing up to the eyes wide shut party and actually being able to finish. Damn, damn, you know, I'm going to do shit for you. We say this out of love. My boy like that. No, Flores is one of our favorite people of all time. He knows that. No, yeah, no. I'm just, you know, I filled in for him. I'm the substitute making sure that, you know, he's got a person that, you know, is strong. Full of pride to fill a spot, so at least you know we're keeping the show going, Chris. We love that. No, that's, Plus that that's you gotta you gotta read the room, man. We're talking about whipping whipping it out, all kinds of crazy hey, shit. Chill, There's chill. no hands. There's no hands. Now TM's a good guy. He knows what's up. He raises his hand as he as not he did, should, but like you know. He's... Did someone get a rollcaster and it's going crazy? I'm super late. I have no idea what people are talking about or what's happening. I just joined and just heard like airplanes and like claps. I wish rollcaster came. Came with the experiences we're describing here. <laughs> I'd fucking buy 10 roadcasters right now. Well, TM and yes, TM, we started off talking about networking and we gave some good strategies and insights about how to how to do these things. And then uh, we had our, our guest join, Flea, and we started talking about um, eyes wide shut, people were getting naked, things were coming out, there was lube involved. Um, that was me. Yeah, Flourish came on yeah. stage and put up a lot of emojis and say a whole lot, but we gave him some shit for it. But we love him at the end of the day. And then we went into a lengthy discussion about blockchain, which I had to really pivot on because it came very political and quite aggressive, and it was a uh, it was a whole thing. And then I don't I it's kind of I don't even know where we're at now, honestly. I'm thirsty as you can tell. Fleet pointed that out. I got. Well, what's the word? Um, someone help me out here. My plane's going you, down. You're you're parched. I'm parched. No, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway. Cotton mouth. Yeah, cotton mouth. Like it's just an ugly situation. So we're we're wrapping up. But Flea pointed out that you joined, which made me excited because we haven't talked in a while, and I was just uh, wondering how you're doing. I'm holding up. You know, had a couple of rough days over the weekend, so took a break from Twitter and just everything, and kind of getting back into it today. Uh, but no, thanks. Thanks for asking. Appreciate it, and, and happy to. I'll see people around again. What's always noticeable when you're not around because you make a positive impact. And actually, some of the biggest breakthroughs I've had have been with you. So I definitely really appreciate the insights you bring to the space. So I'm glad you're back. Feeling good, at least better. I didn't know you had a fucking fresh vase of flowers on your desk. I want one. Fleet. <laughs> He's out of flowers, bro. All right, before I, hey, before I keep hearing this plane go over and over and over again, Chris, it's either you're gonna take this out or you're gonna add something else. What are we doing here? No, well, I tried to end like 15 minutes ago with final words, and I don't know what happened. Oh, it looks sounds like we're going to 1:30 at the, uh, you know, we're, we're gone. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Can you go another half hour without water? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This means this in crayons. Yeah, that 90s talk show outro music. I can't wait, crayons. Check your DMs, Chris. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, shit. Someone's in trouble. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, 11.30 EST. You can just play this for like 30 minutes and see who stays the whole time. I'll be here the whole time. Last person leaves a million dollars. Get them out, fellas.